Hi everyone, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips Podcast with your host, Kelly Dupay. This podcast is filled with easy to understand and easy to apply tips and tools so that you can have the lifelong marriage that you really want. I hope you're excited because today's episode is really going to help you. Here it is. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. Have you ever dreamt of building a fortress of love? In other words, such a strong connection uh, in your marriage or relationship that is so strong and resilient that it's going to withstand the test of time and the trials of life. What if I told you that the key to building this kind of unshakable fortress is found in the Bible? Yeah, it's in 1 Corinthians 13, the famous love chapter. Would you like to know what the cornerstone of that kind of enduring and blessed marriage is and how that cornerstone can create the kind of lifelong marriage that you really want to have? Well, welcome to the Turn It Up Marriage Tips and Tools Show, where we weekly strengthen our marriages by looking at and applying God's Word to our lives and our marriages. Hi, I'm Coach Kelly, pastor, police chaplain, marriage coach, and author of the book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Really Want. This is number 12 in a series of recordings looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which says in verse 7 that love always trusts. Well, what do you think that means? Well, trust is the foundation of love. Without trust, there can never be intimacy or closeness with anyone, whether it's a friend or a brother, sister, or certainly your husband or wife, because you're not going to get close to someone you don't trust. Let me read you some from my book where I wrote about this. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, trust is the belief that someone or something is reliable, good, honest, and effective. When you trust someone, you believe that they're a good person who will not hurt you and that they will do what they promise. You believe the other person is for you, that they have your back, and that they care about you. You feel safe when you are in a marriage with someone you trust. You can relax and be who you really are because you know your spouse has accepted you and you can live without fear of rejection, shame, or criticism. A person you trust is reliable, dependable, and good with their words and actions. After years of research in relationships and marriage, the relationship expert Dr. John Gottman says, the number one thing a woman looks for in a man is simply this, trustworthiness. You see, you're not going to let yourself, as I said, get close to someone you don't trust. And it's really because you don't want to get hurt. None of us want to get hurt. And let's face it, love is risky and love can be painful. And no one wants to get their heart broken. So I've got four things to I want you to remember or consider as we discover what love always trusts means. The first one is this, that love evaluates before trusting. Love evaluates before trusting. I say to dating couples that the reason you're dating is to getting to know this person. And the more you get to know them, it's so that you can decide if you're going to trust them. As you're getting to know someone, ask yourself, is this person someone I can trust? Well, at first you won't really know, but here are some things to watch out for. Does this person do what they say they're going to do? 
Are they responsible with their words? Not saying yes and then not doing what they promise. You don't want somebody that's going to say yes and then not follow through. And when they make a promise, do they keep it? Do they show up at work on time? Do they pay their bills on time? These are the kinds of things you need to look at as you evaluate, can I trust this person? And this is not judging. The Bible tells us don't judge others, but what we need to do is evaluate because trust is not required of us as Christians, as believers in Jesus. God wants us to love others, but that doesn't mean we need to trust them and let them into our lives and be close to them. That is a choice. But um, when you find someone that is trustworthy, then the second thing is that love then chooses to trust and develops it over time. You see, trusting or choosing to love starts with a choice, but then it builds over time. And the way it builds is simply this. The more you do trustworthy things, the stronger your trust gets. So as you get to know someone, as they prove themselves to be trustworthy, then you're going to trust them more and more as your relationship grows and develops. So that's in the dating stage, but then it goes into the marriage stage as well. Third thing though I want you to consider is that love repairs trust when it is damaged. Think of it this way, trust is like a bank account. And I've talked about this in other recordings, so I would encourage you to check those out on my YouTube channel or Spotify um, podcast uh, or Apple's podcast, whatever you're listening to or want to find my channel on there. But trust is like a bank account. What do we do with bank accounts? We make deposits and we make withdrawals. Well, when you do something that proves that you can be trusted, you are making a deposit. But let's face it, we all make mistakes, and those mistakes are like a withdrawal in our trust account, okay? Especially, and some of them are major, but some of them are minor, and that can be, um, you know, it's like a big deposit, or I'm sorry, a big withdrawal, or a small withdrawal. It works the same way. Some of your mistakes are gonna be huge, that are really gonna hurt the person you love, and they're gonna withdraw from you, perhaps. They're gonna step back because they're afraid of you hurting them, okay? That is a huge withdrawal. So here's the thing. You make deposits before you make your withdrawal, just like in a real bank account. You gotta have money in the bank so that you can make a withdrawal. But then you also make deposits after you make a withdrawal, okay? So if you've made a huge mistake, um, if there's something that you've done that has hurt your husband or wife and now they're having trouble trusting you, you need to start making trust deposits in that trust account. So how do you do that? Well, the simplest way to think about it is do what you say you will do. If you make a promise, okay, to talk to your spouse about um, spending money before you spend it, okay, maybe you're things are really tight financially for you and, and uh, you have a habit of just kind of buying things on an impulse, maybe you're that kind of person. And so what you say is, you know, honey, before I buy anything, I'm going to ask you about it or let you know first. Okay, that's a simple thing that you can do. You can make that commitment. But then trust is developed when you do that. For example, if you want it, you see something in the store and you want to buy it or you see something online, you send them a text, you make a phone call, you ask them in person. 
And if you don't do that and then buy it anyways, guess what? You have just demonstrated that you can't be trusted. So do what you say you're going to do. Make commitments and then follow through on them and do what you say you're going to do. Another way that builds trust is to open up and be vulnerable. Share your secrets, share your hurts, share your pain, share your challenges. Share things in your past that maybe you've never talked about before. And then the things that you're going through right now, that kind of vulnerability shows I trust you not to hurt me, not to use this against me, okay? So you can share your failures as well as then your successes. And of course, investing time in your relationship is another way to build um, trust because the more time that you spend with each other, getting to know each other and building and strengthening your relationship, the more you're going to be able to trust each other. Listen and understand each other is another great way to build trust. And then when you make a mistake, apologize and ask for forgiveness. In fact, I would suggest if you make a mistake, don't wait until your spouse finds out, okay? So let's go back to the finance thing. Let's say you do make a purchase without talking to your spouse about it beforehand. Well, you can wait till he sees it on the credit card statement if that's how you bought it, or he sees it in the bank of a account if you use your debit card, or that you don't have any cash anymore because you used it, okay? And he says, well, what did you use it on? Or instead of waiting for him to find out, here's a thought, go to him first. Ha! How about that one? Go to him or her and say, hey, I know I was going to supposed to tell you about these things before I bought them. Well, I kind of forgot or whatever. I'm sorry. I bought it anyways. And I want you to know how sorry I am. And I ask you for forgiveness. By the way, I've got another recording called the four R's of an apology. Check that one out if you want to learn how to make a, uh, an effective apology. By the way, if you're the offended person, if you're the person that the mistake has been made and you're hurt, um, then your role here is to give grace and to forgive, okay? And then, like we talked about, love chooses to trust. But here's something that is often talked about in politics and in international relationships, okay? Relationships between other countries. Trust, but verify, so just like when two countries make a treaty to not have nuclear weapons, let's say, okay, they send teams of people to inspect and see that that country's not secretly making those kind of weapons. So here's the key. Inspect what you expect. Inspect what you expect, okay? So trust, but then check up on that. You know, it's not a lack of trust. It's simply just saying, yes, I trust you, but I also want to verify that you're doing. So look at the bank account. Look at the checks, I mean, the um, credit card statement. And then if there's something that's un, um, that you don't see there, I mean, uh, surprising you there, then talk about it. So that's the third uh, thing I want you to know. But here's the fourth one. Love trusts God to give you his best. And I want to just encourage you that love always trusts. Well, trust God and love God. If you're single, trust Him to lead you to the best spouse for you. Um, if you're married, trust Him to heal your marriage. If you're going through a rough patch, trust Him to give you creative ideas on how to make trust deposits. Trust Him to help you avoid making trust withdrawals. 
And of course, trust him to bless your marriage and help you create the kind of lifelong marriage that you really want. All you have to do is invite him in and give him control. Surrender your life and marriage to him and let him guide you and bless you. So remember this, if you want to have the kind of lifelong marriage that you really want, a great marriage, if you want to have the kind of marriage that God wants you to have, the way to do that is to remember that love always trusts. When someone is trustworthy, then trust that person and love them with all your heart. That's it. If you like this recording, be sure to like, comment, and share. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button right now. By the way, I would love to get you a copy of my book, Turn It Up, How to Have the Lifelong Marriage That You Want, That You Really Want, sorry. And I'm offering it for $3.75 as a digital copy, which is 75% off the price on Amazon. Just go to turnitup.coach75. And if you want some personal coaching for your marriage, I'd like to give you a free 60-minute session. Um, and if you're not married, but you're looking for that spouse or want some input on your life, love to help you as well um, to find that or if you're in a dating relationship. So to book your free session, click on the link in the description or simply go to my website, which is turnitup.coach. Well, that's it for today's edition of the Turn It Up uh, Marriage Tips and Tools Show. I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. And I pray that God would bless you and may God bless your marriage. Bye-bye for now. Hey everybody, it's Kelly, and thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. If there's anything else I can do for you, please reach out to me at my website, which is turnitup.coach. There you'll find lots of other free marriage and relationship resources. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow rate and review this show so that I can let other people know about it as well. It really, really helps. And I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, see how you review it. So thank you very much in advance for following, rating and reviewing this podcast. Lastly, I have a free Facebook group called Turn It Up, a group about relationships and marriage, and I'd love to have you join us. So look us up on Facebook and uh, apply to join us, and I'll be glad to accept you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you.